0: You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you
1: need right now. Hey, we are cancelling the apocalypse! She's inside me and she's angry.
0: Your friend, she's a matter not one of the friendly ones. She's sick. She's not thinking straight. She is a bloody
1: menace. Knock her out. Caitlin, what are you doing? I'm not gonna fight you. You keep messing with everyone's lives. Shoot her! You did to me. You may be cold-hearted parents. <laughs>
0: Episode of the legendary Flashing Arrows of Tomorrow, where each week Glenn and I sit down to discuss a DC show on the CW. This week there's only one this is this the first time it's it's probably the first time in a long time there's only been one show.
1: Uh I wanna say Since they've had all three of them, yes. Actually,
0: you know what? Not even. Uh, because I believe uh, I believe the way the the seasons were structured last year that uh, there was one episode where it was just the Legends of Tomorrow.
1: Oh yeah, because yeah, during March, whenever all the shows take their other month off. Yeah. Uh,
0: so maybe it hasn't been as long as I thought, but it has been it has been a little while. Uh, it's it's been at least a year since they've since they've done this. It's just weird that there's only one episode, but they're getting they're getting everything all aligned because. Starting in just a couple of days from when we record this, they're starting a big four-episode crossover. Uh, I still have no idea what I mean. That's a I mean, they're doing essentially two movies worth of content here. Uh, Yeah, it's going to be close to four hours, uh, and that's uh, that's really crazy. um, Or just a
1: director's cut.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Either two movies or a director's cut.
0: Yeah, it, it's a, there's going to be a lot. There's going to be a lot happening o- over the course of the next four episodes, and we'll be covering all of that. But for this week, this is the realignment episode, because Flash was missing an episode, and last week it was just Arrow and Legends, and this week it's just Flash. So let's talk about it. Season 3, Episode 7, called Killer Frost, directed by Kevin Smith. Uh, so we have Savitar, we're, actually we're right where we left off, with Barry and Mm -hmm. Savitar. Uh, instead of killing Barry, Savitar instead, uh, opts instead to race Barry across his, he he doesn't really race him, he kind of just beats the crap out of him, then drags his ass everywhere.
1: (laughs) Time jumps him.
0: Yeah, he made, he made what, uh, what Zoom did to Barry look, look kind, like he he made Zoom look like an amateur. I think here. the
1: Zoom thing was better, though. The
0: Zoom thing was done better than
1: this. Only, but... only because like he held up a barely beating yes. heart. <laughs> Barry, and a police station was like, "You all answer to me now." So. Zoom, Zoom was way more
0: interested in theatrics <laughs> than Savitar.
1: Yeah, yes, uh, So he dead. he did this,
0: battered Barry, dragged him all throughout the city to demonstrate a superiority uh, over him. Cisco and Caitlin arrived to rescue Barry so- using their powers. So- and Savitar flees.
1: I am the Speed Force.
0: He is, man. Caitlin and Killer Frost... Uh, Caitlin, with her Killer Frost personality uh, is now starting to take over and she begins to violently interrogate one of Alchemy's followers at CCPD headquarters, then abducts Julian and courses him to find the other Acolytes in order to find Alchemy because you see... She wants him to remove her powers, not intensify them or bring them to fruition. She just wants to get rid of them. Uh, Barry and Sisko track her down and imprison her, but the team is fractured after she reveals Barry's role in Dante's death by creating Flashpoint. Greatly concerned and disregarding the consequences, Joe breaks Wally out of the cocoon thingy that he was trapped in, and Wally emerges with unimaginable speed powers And races away in a confused state. Barry offers his life to Caitlyn for her freedom in a successful attempt to restore her sanity and to gain her help. That could have gone
1: really badly. In
0: treating Wally, that that was a risk. Uh, But it worked. A calculated risk on Barry's part that worked out. Uh, Joe and Barry locate Wally and stabilize his condition... With Caitlin's serum, and Wally soon embraces his new abilities. Julian forces Barry to resign from the CCPD in exchange for him protecting Caitlin from the police. And Julian is later revealed to be unwillingly working for Savitar as Alchemy. A big surprise this week, Glenn. This Julian is as Alchemy uh, thing, which uh, we did. If only we had the foresight to see that
1: coming. Yeah, I know, all right?
0: Uh, what did you? Uh, what did you think of Killer Frost?
1: Um, I mean, I liked it. I don't. I don't know. Just nothing really like stuck out to me as grandiose. This episode. Mm-hmm. It was really strange that they didn't set up. What I don't think they did set up anything to do with the crossover. No, they just. I thought that was kind of odd, considering what they did in Legendary. On the Legends of Tomorrow, when they were like, hey, we gotta go back to 2016. Yeah, they were At least just, they did one thing.
0: Yeah, they. this episode was kind of just setting the stage to be like, you know, setting up things for later down the road, but also kind of clearing away the whole Savitar thing and the Caitlyn thing, so this way they can focus on the yeah. the four-episode event, and that's kind of all this was really for. Although it was done fairly
1: well. Yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't like... I'm not saying this was a bad, it just it was... It was odd that this is the show that's gonna lead up into the four episode arc. Like I mm-hmm. I was kinda halfway expecting like a little bit more of a setup and there just wasn't any. It was like you said, like it was it was like they were, you know, kinda burying the hatchet on a couple of things, you know, setting it up for their own show, which is weird because I don't think they have too many episodes left this year, so um Oh, as in, far in, as this, this calendar year, year.
0: In this calendar year. Yeah, yeah you're right. Uh, well, they uh, they have episode 9 here listed for December 6th, and that's it. They don't have anything listed past that, so... That could be it. There could be the four-episode crossover and then episode 9, and that might be it for the, the calendar year 2016. Um, the... Aside from the Julian being revealed as alchemy thing. It was revealed in a way that I wasn't expecting, I suppose. I thought maybe alchemy was Julian, but from some point in the future, based on his behavior, but it seems like he's w- working for Savitar, albeit unwillingly. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't want to be doing this, but he is, so I'm curious as to what this whole connection is with him. Like, it, it's weird, that because there's alchemy and all these followers, and they worship these, the god of the speed force, I guess, which is... Strange, like I'm wondering what the what these normal people's connections are. Because the one dude that Caitlin went to go uh, look after, he was just a normal guy with a family. Yeah, just a nice normal house. house. Yeah, just a normal house, probably white picket fence. You know, uh, you know, two and a half kids, that sort of thing. Uh, it just seemed like a normal guy, and it's like, oh yeah, I worship. The speed god avatar, and if you want to find alchemy, it's just so weird that these people are leaving or leading these really strange lives. I'm curious to find out more about it. There obviously must be some sort of uh, backstory to all of that. I'm sure there will be, but uh, yeah, there. So I mean, there was a lot of stuff that that did happen. There was Caitlin's almost turn to Killer Frost, which was. I'm glad they explained that. The like she, I, I I guess I was kind of confused a couple of episodes back about how this whole thing worked. I was like, so they they, I was under the assumption that these people just get their powers and they turn evil for some reason, but it's really more of the other personality from the other Earth or whatever it is. That's what's kind of over it's yeah. Overwriting like the husk
1: them. is essentially yeah moving thyself from yes this, this plane.
0: Uh, so it's, it's, it's kind of overriding them, but, uh, you're right, that scene where Barry's just like, you're gonna have to kill me if you want to get past, and somehow how that won over, how that brought Caitlyn back into the forefront, I have no idea, uh, but, cause it seemed like she was pretty intent on being Killer Frost.
1: Yeah. For, for most of this episode. You know what my biggest problem I have with this episode? Hmm. It's twofold. Again, I like the sappy, the stupid sappy scene that they have with him and Iris, and she's like, "Hey, any clip turning your god? You know, who knows? Yes. He could have just got hit by a drunk driver." Okay, can we have it to where Iris also can tell, um, vibe this? Like, why can't she also say this to Cisco? Yeah. Like, it's odd that she's like never defending him in front of everyone. That and is she, weird. It is, like right. it, is cois- it, it is always kind of in private, right?
0: It is Right. it is always kind of in private.
1: Yeah, and I also just think I, I really am. Cisco's been really hot and cold for me this season. Like mm-hmm. he's kind of doing Felicity esque things from time to time, to a degree, yeah. Uh, and it's just it's kind of getting annoying.
0: Although I don't really. Uh... I mean, I, I know what you're saying with the Iris thing where she was trying to talk Barry down like he could have been hit by a bus. The the old, uh, you know, you have no idea when you wake up in the morning, today could be your last day, that sort of yeah. thing. Um, and, and and that is possible, but Barry did go back in time and did change the present, and that did result in his brother dying. Um, and we do know that prior to, uh, prior to Barry creating Flashpoint, his brother didn't die. So... I could see why Cisco would be upset about it. the The thing
1: is, at least it's he, just weird that they keep like. At least Cisco wasn't having moody. him flip flop his feelings towards Barry about it. Right, Cisco wasn't super moody about it though,
0: because Barry was like, "You know, are we cool?" and he just gave him the "I don't know," which is really code for, you know, give it a couple weeks, we'll be fine. Yeah, uh, not and, right now. <laughs> yeah, it's too soon. The wound is too fresh, but. Um, I could have sworn that maybe it's just me. Uh, there's been so much of this flashpoint talk. I could have sworn that Cisco already knew that Barry creating the flashpoint thing killed his brother. Thank you. Okay, so we. I am not. We're imagining on the this. same page. Okay, I'm not imagining
1: this then. That's what I thought. That's what I mean. Like I thought it was odd that they keep like having him flip flop back and forth of forgiving and not forgiving Barry about what okay. he about his brother may well, or may not be dead.
0: Right, because she. Revealed. She revealed. She revealed this like Barry caused your brother's death, and I, I, I was like, yeah, but I thought this was already discussed. Was it? Did she mention that in the other timeline he was alive, and that's something Cisco didn't know before? Or I was trying to piece it together here as to why Cisco would be. Yeah, I upset guess it about may be it.
1: in the other timeline that he mm-hmm. was
0: alive. May- it. Maybe Cisco had forgotten that this happened and the, she was re- reminding him. He's like, Oh shit, I forgot. I'm supposed to be mad at you. Uh, other than that, I was, I was a little, I was a little confused, but by, but by and large, um, I thought the episode was, was good. But as you stated, it was just, it's kind of just weird that this is the thing that they do before the big four episode event but yeah they had they had some they had some loose ends they needed to tie up or, or not necessarily tie up but kind of neatly put them over in a corner yeah until we need to go back well, to we'll them we'll get
1: back to you
0: yeah 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 we'll uh we'll touch on you later julian and Savitar. but for now there is aliens at hand which by the way is uh the next four episodes there is the premise uh and there was a full length trailer that sort of came out for this so we know that it is not just aliens but it is a race known as the Dominators, Glenn. Uh that is who these uh these aliens are going to be. So it is not the uh the Hawk people. Damn. It's uh and at least according to the comic books they're yellow aliens with big red dots that wear colorful cloaks and that's not what they they look kind of like the comic book aliens but not really a li- okay. Kind of, kind of a little bit, but not really. Um, and I don't know what the story here is exactly. Uh, I'm guessing just a—they're just showing up and want to take over. I don't know if they're tied to Supergirl. I don't that know who they're tied dominating. to. I—I I can't imagine that they would be tied to Supergirl because she's on a different Earth. And she's going to the Arrowverse Earth, and they're not going over there. So I can't imagine this would be tied to her. So I'm just presuming that someday aliens show up, which is, it's got me, I I don't know what they're going to do for the Supergirl episode, but part of me was thinking it was just going to be a hero of the week, or a villain of the week episode on Supergirl. And the end of the episode is how she ends up uh, going
1: yeah, Over, Barry comes through again is like,
0: I need uh, you to come with me. At the end. Or maybe it happens right at the beginning.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, I mean, it could. Uh, I don't know why I would... I mean, if it were me, I wouldn't want to waste a whole... If you've got four shows to work with, I wouldn't waste a whole show on on, on having the the kickoff being at the end of the very first show. I would want to use as much of those four shows as I can to get in as much of the story. But uh, maybe that's what will happen at the beginning. But it's weird. So... It's it's very a very vague premise is laid out here. When the alien race known as the Dominators attack Central City, Barry Allen seeks the help of Oliver Queen to stop them. Because that's who I'd go to. Aliens from another planet. Let's get the Arrow guy. Yeah. Uh, as uh, look, even even Hawkeye, he's like you know I don't know what I'm doing here. All this crazy shit's happening. I just shoot arrows, everybody. Uh, They quickly realize that the threat is bigger than they can both handle and set out to find the legends of tomorrow as well as recruiting Kara Danvers from her Earth. With all the heroes assembled, a plan is made to defeat the Dominators, only to be sidetracked by a secret related to Flashpoint that is revealed, forcing the team to doubt who they can trust. Uh. Martin Stein, with the help from others, is eventually able to find a way to defeat the Dominators, Additionally, Oliver wakes up to a life where he never got on the Queen's Gambit with his parents, Uh, uh, and there's I guess there's other stuff. This is stuff from like all of the episodes. Oliver begins to notice imperfections in his new reality that makes him question it. Meanwhile, Stein becomes distracted by an aberration he created in 1987. So it's going to be this overarching story, but it looks like it's going to also play into some stories. From the show as well. I know we've seen some clips from the trailer that show Deathstroke uh, mm-hmm. in the trailer, so that's interesting. So I'm sure that will probably be in the Arrow episode. I know Aurora was concerned that because they do not, uh, her and Jacqueline do not watch these shows, and they are concerned that there's going to be a lot of content in there that for which they will not be familiar or understand the the context of. And I was like, ah, don't worry about it. They're doing this big arching story. I'm sure they'll just focus on that. But it sounds like they're kind of not. And they're going to kind of dip into uh, some story stuff from uh, the actual show. So they might get lost on some of it. Hey, you
1: know what? I had to do the same thing. Oh, for, for Supergirl. Yeah. We'll see. We'll get
0: through it. We'll find a way. We'll power through. Uh, Glenn, I know you wanted to do this, but I don't know if I can <laughs> find a way to to weave in Pirates of the Caribbean into this.
1: Oh, speaking of Johnny Depp off air.
0: <laughs> That's a really bad segue, but we are known <laughs> for those. That's a
1: awful segue. A but. segue that you and I only know that we were what we were talking about. <laughs> That's right. Uh,
0: actually, if you really wanted to segue, you could have segued, uh in with cheesy, romantic uh, dialogue and, and scenes, because there are many of those, and... Uh, at least those first three pirates movies. There's a
1: lot of them. That's true. They do get married on a boat, circling a world. <laughs> That's true, indeed. Well, five uh, the Indian trade company,
0: the East India Trading Company. Yeah, sorry, about bad. Yeah, no worries, Glenn. They're making a fifth one of those, so uh, we get a, we can get a couple more of those franchises, uh, <laughs> and we can we can do a flawed and decisive podcast on Pirates of the Caribbean. Which would be a waste of time because we all know that the first one would win, but uh, that's neither. That's neither. I like the there. second one. Do you? What yeah, is it? Dead Man's, I hate, Dead Man's hate the third chest? one. Yeah, the third one the and third fourth one was just kind of like
1: meh. Yeah, the fourth one was there.
0: Yeah, it exists. It's a movie that I can watch.
1: Like the 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 Levy the Lovebirds in this one, they they just had like no charisma. Uh, the, the mermaid and the Christian yeah. guy? Yeah.
0: And the priest. Yeah. Uh, hey, but the fifth one has... Uh, what's his face in it?
1: Yeah, Javier no country Bardem.
0: For Javier Bardem. That's right.
1: Have you seen that yet? No, no Country...
0: Men? No Country... for I, I saw it once a, a long oh, time okay. ago. Right after it seen came it. out. Seen it. Yeah, I saw it once a long time ago, shortly after it came out. And I recall it being very good. Uh, but I never went back to. I haven't watched it a second time.
1: Nah, I don't think I ever need to.
0: No, it's one of those movies.
1: Well, it's kind of like Fight Club, like Fight Club's glow, But I don't ever need to watch Fight Club again.
0: It's like this episode of The Flash.
1: Like. Usual Suspects, good. Like I don't need to watch it again.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> it's exactly like this episode. This was a good episode, but I'll probably never see it again.
1: Yeah, I'm not, I don't think i will ever gonna come back to it. Sorry, Kevin Smith.
0: Yeah, I don't uh... Oh, that
1: would have been the segue to make. Oh, Kevin Smith and
0: <laughs> This um yeah, this wasn't his this wasn't his best episode, I don't think. I I still uh so I think it's another one, right? I think I still prefer yeah, I, I think I still prefer the one where Barry's in the Speed Force.
1: Does he have another one lined up?
0: Uh no, because he, he is directing or he has directed an episode of Supergirl.
1: Oh, cool.
0: So yeah. And and also if you're wondering why Greg Grunberg was in this episode of The Flash, <laughs> uh he was originally going to get one of his podcasting partners, uh, Ralph Garman this role, but he was unavailable due to uh, commitments with his with his day job. So Greg Grunberg hosts geeking out with Kevin Smith on AMC and they're good buddies, and that's how Greg Grunberg ended up on this episode and supposedly <laughs> uh, Grunberg ends up in a lot of things. He does end up in a lot of Oh, things. your famous
1: director is your best friend? Oh, you know, I'll
0: give you some money to do this gig. <laughs> Childhood best friends are Grunberg and J.J. Uh, J. Abrams. But, yeah, he, um, I guess it's going to, I think Kevin said something about it maybe be, becoming like a, a recurring role at some point. I don't know. Isn't he just? That's how it seemed like they set it up as. Yeah, isn't he just CCPD cop guy, though? Isn't that? Yeah, he he's is? just detective cop. Detective Grunberg. He did play a he did play a cop in Heroes as well, so maybe this is the beginning of a, a long. I remember when he period. played a pilot. He did and lost. He very very famously. Uh, he was originally
1: supposed to be the lead. Was he? Well, because uh, Matthew Fox's character Shepard was supposed to die in the first episode. Like instead of the pilot getting sucked up, it was him. Mm-hmm. And Shepard was going to be played by Michael Keat. and then. Wow! Were, and J.J. Abrams came in and was like, "No, we're spending this whole episode with this guy. He needs to be your lead of the show. You can't, you can't all of a sudden thrust the audience into distrusting you like that. You need, you need to build that trust and then have them resent you." <laughs> and uh <laughs> more or less is what he said. You know and, what? Uh, and then they went back to Michael Keaton and they asked him, and he said, "No, I don't want to do a TV show at this time." Oh, so they what had to a recast, shame! Yeah, they had to recast him.
0: Would have been so great if it was Keaton. Uh, I think it would have been good if it was Grunberg. I, I always, I've always found him very likable.
1: Yeah, I like him.
0: So he he just seems like a likable. He's a guy good he
1: stepdad, a good base commander, good yeah. pilot. Yeah, good space pilot. He
0: played uh he played Porkins too in Force Awakens. That, <laughs> sure did. I don't remember his name like Fats Wiggums or something. I don't remember what his Star Wars name is. Uh, but it's something like that. Biggins. Chief Wiggum to you. <laughs> Chief Wiggum. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's one of those names it sounds something like that uh, hey we should probably give a score for this episode of The Flash before we <laughs> before we forget to do uh, that like a and three leave. yeah I gave it a three uh, a, a their episode average middle of the road uh, totally fine nothing wrong with it but it's uh, clearing space for next week's episode uh, so if we cross our fingers Glenn and I will return next week With fingers crossed, Aurora and Jacqueline (laughs) to discuss not one, not two, not three, but four episodes of Supergirl, The Flash, Arrow, and Legends of Tomorrow. Whatever season they're on, whatever episode number it is, it doesn't matter because they're all called Invasion. Exclamation point.